Hello and welcome into the Just Talk podcast. Today's episode was with Heather Maltman, the host of a One Together podcast, all the way from Australia. Uh, Heather is a actress. She's a writer, a director. She was even on The Bachelor of Australia, which I didn't know The Bachelor had its own Australia version, but it does. She's been on a lot of TV shows, movies, and her podcast is really awesome. So you got to check it out, the One Together podcast. She'll plug it also during the podcast. This one is really, really good and a lot of fun and really funny. I mean, we... Uh, I haven't laughed that hard on a podcast in a long time, so you'll 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 have to listen through the whole way because it gets really good. One of the best podcasts I've done. Um, looking forward to being on hers. And this episode is always brought to you by Sports on Tap. That's sonsports dot com. We're redefining sports media and what it means to be a media company. So you're really going to enjoy going to our website. So go to sonsports dot com. That's s o n t sports. Dot com. As always, check out me and my brother's podcast, the That Being Said podcast with George and Sammy Jarjour. And before today's episode gets started, we have a quick word from one of our sponsors. Enjoy the podcast. And welcome in. Today we have Heather Maltman all the way from Australia. Uh, we're not on a Zoom call. We're actually recording in the streaming <laughs> yard, and which you'll find out why we I had to preface, preface. I can't even speak anymore with that. Uh, Heather is, uh, you guys probably might not know Heather, but she's an actress. Uh, she was on The Bachelor, which is her favorite TV show. Um, yes. She's obsessed with it, and uh, she's drinking a good old Irish coffee right now, which I might need to go. I'll keep that on. The, I don't even know if it's an Irish coffee or not. But Heather, um, would you like to introduce yourself to everyone? Um, I mean, I feel like you've just nailed it. You know, like what a beautiful introduction. I can't compete with that. You know, I sound like a drunk. I sound like I all I want to do is go on reality TV shows, like some fame whore. I mean. <laughs> Nailed me in one. We just no, met. I, 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 we, they don't know that we just met. That's the point of this podcast. We try to make everyone comfortable so when they come on, it feels like you've known me for years and then we can joke with you about your Irish coffee. I add straight up whiskey to my coffee, so don't worry about anyone. No, I don't, but I wanted to make you feel better. I was really excited for a second there. I suddenly was like, oh, I'm not alone? No. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> I should probably preface by saying, and I actually nailed the word that time. That's exciting. Um, oh, congratulations. This is actually a hazelnut uh, almond latte. So Ooh, I feel very fancy. I know, and I made it myself. Um, no, introduction-wise, uh, who am I? Well, yes, I did go on The Bachelor. Um, I went on it at a time when it wasn't very well known in Australia and people okay. weren't really like obsessed with it or anything. And um, I got very, very drunk with my girlfriends and <laughs> thought it would be <laughs> thought it would be a really good life choice. Um, yeah, and I had the best time ever. I didn't realize it was as big a deal as it was yeah. when I first got there. Um, I had a feeling it was probably going to ruin my career because, 
I was working as a freelance producer for Disney at the time and then also working in accounts for major media brands. And I was just like, oh, this could really hurt my life. Uh, (laughs) But if I <laughs> but if I meet a really great dude and end up with heaps of babies, I mean, isn't that what we women are supposed to be aiming for or some shit? So I, I mean, you uh, put all your chips on the table. You got to gamble at yeah, some point, right? I mean, yeah, you go all exactly. over to the bathroom. Right. I just yeah. I I threw feminism out the window with, you know, women for women and just threw myself into uh 24 women chasing after the one guy and just went full sister wife and just thought, you know. <laughs> Hopefully I get a dude out of this. Didn't, uh, but never mind. (laughs) (laughs) Did you make any friends at least? (laughs) I uh, One lifelong friend, yes, I did. Oh, really? Wow, Uh, that's interesting. Yeah, yeah, one out of 24, which is uh, okay. Look, Um, one out of 24 is a fucking amazing number. If you think about it, how many people have you met in your life? Probably millions. Thousand, who knows? I'd say billions. I'm a good chatter, you know. Yeah. Just really and we, and we kind of hate them all, even though yeah. we kind of like them all, but yeah. we kind of hate them deep down. So, like, if yeah. you made a friend, that means that person might be pretty <laughs> cool, actually. You know, you someone doesn't like you when their voice goes up. Yeah. Hey, oh. it's been so long. <laughs> that one, <laughs> it's the last word, it's the long. Like, oh. and like, and they make sure that the word long is also long, which, yeah, like, yeah, yeah we like, get it long time. Yeah, or, it. or the best is the, oh, I haven't seen you in so long. We should totally get together. Yeah. And then you never hear from them again. Never. And they don't want to hear from you and you okay. don't want to hear from them, but it's no. mutually exclusive hatred. <laughs> I have an agreement with myself that if I ever tell someone, we should catch up or do you want to go do something? Yeah. I always make myself follow up on that. It's really? just a rule. Yeah, every time. If I use that quotation, I make myself follow up on it so that I be my word. But I kind of like that. You can because you might have to punish yourself at some point there. Like, oh shit, I really said that to that person. Like Damn now it. I really oh. got it. I'm gonna follow up. Hopefully they cancel on me. Oh, for, for. Heather, why did you do that? Do you do yeah. it often? Yeah. Oh God. That's, yeah. That's it's a word. It's a good learning tool to make sure that you're not lying to someone when you meet them if you actually genuinely want to get to know them or not, you know? Because yeah, then no. you have you you have to be somewhat honest and somewhat of a decent person. You're not all the time, but you yeah. aim for it. <laughs> so if a guy comes up to you at a bar mm-hmm. and says, Let me have your phone number, and you mm-hmm. say, Yeah, give me a call. So you actually want him to give you a call or a text. Who's yeah. calling these days? I know, right? People are afraid to speak on the phone. Have you noticed that? I've noticed. Do you still call people? No, I get no. No. No, I'm we the should, worst. I don't start, answer my phone. We should start doing it more often. Just kind of curveball. If you really want to stand out, this is great dating advice for anyone listening. If you really yeah. want to stand out from the crowd, call. Yeah. She won't know what to do with herself. Be, no, no. And she'll probably think you're psycho. <laughs> but <laughs> if, you leave a vo- if you leave a voice message... Hey. But, but if you leave your phone number hey this is george and my phone number is four i'm not going to give out my phone number right here but like why do you even leave the phone number the the caller id tells you the phone number why are you leaving your phone number after the beep oh my god that's a really good point i suddenly feel really stupid about all of my voicemails i've ever left well, i've just had the moment you had them i'm so sorry to hear that 
wow. I've, yeah, I'm just having a real conniption about that all of a sudden. Like, I can just imagine the amount of people who've got my voicemail and gone, okay, fuckhead. Uh, thanks for that. <laughs> oh, no, don't worry. There's a support group. I'll, I'll, I'll make sure uh, you get a thread because I'm on it as well. Oh my god, we've laughed so much before we've even started chatting. I'm crying now. Oh, I know. I my yeah. I, I started getting the itchy nose thing, so I'm trying not yeah. to touch my nose too much on camera. But I'll I will. Uh, well, at some <laughs> point, I'm going to have to like pick some boogers out of my nose or something because it's going to get really snotty in here. But oh, yeah, no you'll soon realize <laughs> I don't have any filter when it comes to being really open about bodily fluids and things that come out of you. Like I like to talk about sweat, snot, eye boogers, Blood, sweat, tears. Yeah, I find iBook is really fascinating. Yeah, where do they come? Do you know where they come from before we get back to The Bachelor? Because it's actually mm. a good point. Where do they come from? I this actual fluid come out of your eyes. Well, I'm imagining, and I'm no scientist here or a doctor, uh, but I'm it's hard to believe. Be- Have you played one on any shows? <laughs> no. No. I have. Uh, I did actually play a mad scientist, but that's a different story. Um, yeah, no. I I'm gonna go with the theory that you get gunk and junk in your eyeballs, and then it just cleans itself with the you know tear tears of lubricant. Uh, that's an official word, and it just pushes into the center. It just merges like Moses, you know, just slowly moves to the middle. Well, but Moses would be the opposite, right? Wouldn't he go opposite way? Uh, that would have been a really unfortunate crossing if it had been the way I said, huh? <laughs> I know. We have a whole different history. <laughs> like, that, that, Moses, Moses, that Moses guy really sucked. He really thought he could cross the He just walked a bunch of people straight into the ocean and was like, you'll breathe. It'll be fine. You'll be fine. It's, it's it's going this way. No, it came this way. <laughs> Different ending to the story. And uh, oh, uh, that's, that's, you know what? If it, if it was 2020, that would have definitely happened to Moses because of this year has been absolutely fantastic for everyone around the world. Hasn't but, it? Uh, it really has. We'll get to COVID here in a moment. But I got yeah. a question for you on The Bachelor reality oh. TV. How real was reality TV? Um, it, well, I mean, it was for me. I don't know what it's like in the States, but in Australia, yeah. um, they really show everyone quite accurately. Um, yeah. Before I went into it, because I've obviously been a producer, I'm not stupid. I know they're going to show everything I say. And when yeah. I signed my contract, I saw the the disclaimer where it was like, everything you say, we can edit however we want. And I was like, okay, noted. So I just made sure that whenever the film crews rocked up to start filming, I shut the fuck up unless I had (laughs) something decent to say. Um, (laughs) And I didn't do anything bitchy on or off camera. You know, I was never nasty to any of the women because I figured I don't ever want some young woman looking back on my time on TV and going, oh, well, if she did it, it's okay if I do it, you know? Or even if you have a like a daughter one day or something, they look back and yeah. like, oh, mom, mom was really mean on TV. Yeah, my mom's a real fucking cow. Uh, yeah. Mind your language, Sally. Well, uh, well, <laughs> hopefully, if you have a daughter one day, she doesn't listen to this. But she's like, mom, can I drink Irish coffee in the morning and swear on camera? No, you can't. But you do the mommy. Like, oh, well, <laughs> that's my off. little girl. <laughs> 
<laughs> oh, that's so bad. Yeah, true. Yeah. Um, <laughs> as, as tell, I'm not a parent yet. <laughs> Neither am I, so yeah, it's fine. I can tell. Weird. Oh, shit. Why? Because I'm already drunk. Uh, <laughs> no, it was um, it was a, it was a very interesting experience in terms of of um watching it back because so many young women that did do the show with me would say, I never said that, that's been taken out of context, that never happened. And I was like, no, honey, that happened. You said those things. You did do those things. I mean, I can't speak for your Vox Pop. I wasn't there when you filmed your, you know, piece to camera. Um, But in terms of everything else, yeah, it definitely happened. And, I mean, my the way I liked the guy, I genuinely liked him. Like I told the producers before we started, if I get there and I think he's worse than eating a bag of sand, I'm going to go. So literally I'm going to walk down the carpet and if I don't have a connection, I'm fucking out. Yeah. You know, because. you had, But you had a connection. Yeah, I really liked him. Mm. No, um, yeah, what, and I cried. Mm? I was going to say, did you, I, I just noted you were on The Bachelor, but how long did you, did you go stay pr- pretty long in there or? Yeah, I was there through till home visits. Oh, okay. Um, yeah, and I think that was kind of their strategy as well because um, in my season, I'd kind of mentioned the fact that I didn't have any family to introduce him to and um, I've kind of had a really fucked up childhood that's really messy and a lot of child abuse and blah, 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 all that shit. And I was like, I just can't bring that up on a light, fluffy, princess-style sister-wife TV show, you know? Yeah, because um, it's hard. It, it's, it's real and you're, it's TV. Like, it, it, it's your personal life, obviously. Mm, yeah, and I was just like, it just doesn't go hand in hand. So I just said to him, look, if you're not serious about me, please don't take me to home visits because yeah. <laughs> it'll fucking break me because to me that'll mean you actually really want, want to be with me and want yeah. me here through to the very end. And... Uh, I don't think it was his choice to do it. I wouldn't be surprised if the producers told him to keep me around for it because it would make for a great moment when he axed me. (laughs) But, yeah, he he literally took me to home visits and then sent me home. So it was hard. And I I teared up on on national TV uh, from being dubbed and just kept saying, look, I don't blame him because I don't. I don't think it was – I don't think he was a bad guy. I think it was just – that's TV, you That's, know? Yeah. I mean, you, like you said, you've worked in TV, you know how it mm-hmm. works. So like, yeah. but at the end of the day, like it's kind of must be in a way almost, you felt like you were your, you were yourself, right? Your real emotion came out on TV and it, it, it it's okay. That's you were a human being and people saw that. That's all that matters. Yeah, totally. I mean, they saw me, they saw the snot in my nose, they probably saw eye boogers. It was quite a moment. Like if you ever get the chance to go back and watch it, it's kind yeah. of like that Simpsons moment where they pause Ralph with his heartbreak over Lisa yeah. Simpson. Yeah, it's like you can see his heartbreak now. And I'm like, ah. Uh, you know, I'll, I'll try not to cry on it now. I like we're friends now. Like I like like I, you're gonna make me tear up here after. Look, we can only go through so many emotions on one podcast. I can't tear up, laugh, and wipe eye boogers out my nose at the same time. George, I promised you an entertaining chat, my friend. So we're gonna go there. We're gonna go through all the pillars of life. We get we. I mean, we've already <laughs> gone what BC AD with Moses chat. We've got to go yeah. all the way forward to Elon Musk and going to Mars. Oh, we'll get there. Right? We will get there. But I mean, do you think Moses would have been a good uh, a good person to be on The Bachelor? Like, 
Fuck yeah. Anyone who can so turn too. around to an ocean and go divide. You're like <laughs> you just divide all the women. <laughs> yeah. And it's like, mate, can you do that? You know. Uh-oh. <laughs> you know. I know what you mean, man. Yeah. Moses Moses was packing. He would he would have been. <laughs> he would it would have been. Yeah. Yeah. He I would have been sizable. I mean, no man does that with an ocean unless he's really yeah, he, and got that many people to walk for. How how far did they walk? Like fucking four countries? Right? Yeah. Like, it, I don't even do a 10-kilometer run. I, I, I During quarantine, I don't even like – sometimes I have to use the restroom, and I swear I'm like, do I get up now or do I wait another cycle? Yeah. <laughs> just let it build up so it makes sense. <laughs> no, for it. Yeah, <laughs> no, I just – I might have gone. I went too far there, but it's okay. Oh, like that's how urinating works. <laughs> it's on a time clock. It's on a time clock. It, it, like an oven. <laughs> it's every two and a half hour, hours, depending on oh. the food. if you're drinking, it's every half an hour, though. Oh, God. Do you know what's really frustrating is you know how some girls ugly cry? I ugly laugh. And uh, <laughs> you're doing that to me today, so. Uh, I'm sorry. I, I know it's early. It's a little early in the morning. Not that early, right? 11 o'clock in the morning right now in Sydney? It's 11.30 a.m. That's like lunchtime. That's like, come on, man. You should have been up for at least the last seven hours. Seven Didn't hours? You? So, you, so you get up 4.30 4 in the morning. You get your yoga yeah. done. Yeah. Your Pilates. Yeah. Get your day started. Meditation. Yeah. yeah. Why and do you think I Yeah. Yeah, <laughs> exactly. I love it. I love the dedication there. So, um, so before before we started the podcast, we talked about. I mean, it seems like you'd be a great Zoom caller, by the way. Like your friends are missing out on some Zoom conversations with Heather. Did you not get invited to Zoom conversations during quarantine, or has this been just like your by choice? Actually, you know, you've just freuded me so hard right now. Maybe that is what my real problem is. Maybe I'm just really upset because I didn't really get invited to anyone's Zoom parties. And I'm like, oh, fuck you, fucking Zoom. Um, no, I just I can't stand the word anymore. I just feel like I've heard Zoom so many times that I'm boycotting all things Zoom. I'm like, no. I, I love it. No, I will Skype you or you will <laughs> Skype- not exist. <laughs> Have you Skyped anyone? No. Me either. No. You know what? Here's the thing. I, and I, I, I hope not. Like, I'll, I'll. I guess I'm gonna let myself out here. I make excuses <laughs> almost every weekend to not go out. Right? Yeah. Like, you know. Except I do love going out by myself a lot. I really do. I like to go, isn't it the best? It's so, so good. I'm like George. Where do you want to go tonight? And I'm like, I don't know. How about that bar? And I'm like, yes. yeah, I'm going to that bar. And then I go to it. And then, then you are like, hey guys. No, you don't. You go well. Yeah, you do. You go. Hey, guys, see the bartender. And yeah. then the bartender is like, "What do you want to drink?" And you go, "Oh, a round of one for myself." Too. <laughs> and no one can judge how much you drink. Nope. No one would be like, "How about we go to this other shitty bar?" I'm like, no, I don't want to. There's and, no rounds. And there's no no rounds. It's beautiful. Mm-hmm. It's a beautiful thing. And then you might meet someone while you're out at the bar, mm-hmm. and. No one can tell you anything. It's an amazing nope. thing. So when people say, George, do you want to get on our Zoom call tonight? I'm like, I'm busy. 
I know. And I say, I'm, you know what I say? I'll, I'm producing my podcast. It's already been produced for three hours, but <laughs> I, haven't pre- I haven't released it yet because I know if I release it, my friends know that I'm done. Oh, they are. Wow, that's very clever. But now should... I'm such an idiot because my friends also listen to this podcast and, and know that you... I'm bullshitting. And now they know and you probably don't have any friends left because you've outed yourself. I mean, the other excuse you could have used was um, I'm storing up my ways and literally right now is the time that I'm going to create Niagara Falls in the bathroom. So I'm busy. I like that too. Yeah. The old way trick, everyone just goes, oh, never mind. Yeah, I like that. You are very... You're very smart here with I'm how to savvy. avoid. So you, you've been avoiding uh, social or you've been like basically practicing for social distancing for years now, huh? Man, I have been a social quarantiner since I was five years old and discovered Barbie dolls. I love hanging out on my own. I'm such a fucking Nigel no friends. Like, my... Nigel, is that an Australian term? Because I've never heard of a Nigel girlfriend. <laughs> yeah. It was the worst thing you got called in primary school. Good on you, Nigel, no friends. And you're like, I don't care. Um, no, one of my best girlfriends, Melinda, we finally are allowed to have people over again in Sydney. And wow, what a treat. I know. We can have human contact again. Although we're not allowed to touch. We still have to sit a metre and a half apart. Anyway, she came over. Like, cheers. <laughs> Don't you fucking touch me, slut. <laughs> you know how I feel about your germs. Um, uh, no. Uh, yeah, so she came over and we were chatting about, somehow we got onto the topic of my ability to avoid contact with people. <laughs> and literally she she had joked with me only a week ago about the fact that social distancing was created for me because I can go three months without talking to her and just pick up like I've been chatting to her this whole time. Yeah. And she was like, you're literally the only friend that will get away with it with me because she goes, I know that you'll come back again. I know you'll always come back. (laughs) Yeah. It's like, I know you'll be back. Go free. She'll she'll be back. They always come back. (laughs) You should extend it a little more next time just to get her nervous. (laughs) Have her call you a few times, don't answer. And then, call, and then finally call her back and be like, you thought you thought I wasn't coming back this time. I gotcha. <laughs> you stupid bitch. <laughs> Imagine if I just fully started heckling her. You're just like, like, oh, you fucking moron. You fully <laughs> thought. You fully thought. Then I didn't like you anymore. How embarrassing for you. And then she'd be like, actually, I don't like you anymore. So (laughs) it's over. Oh, shit. I could never do that to her. She's too good a person. (laughs) Oh, my Uh, God. That's very funny. I know. I feel bad for her. We're plotting against (laughs) her right now. She's just, it's 1130. She's probably... She's probably oh. doing some really productive stuff right now. <laughs> and, and we're just sitting. She's probably on a Zoom call with your other her other friends. <laughs> and it's like, I know Heather doesn't want to Zoom with me. I'm gonna Zoom with my other friends. Oh my god, you're making me ugly laugh so hard right now. I'm just like huh? no. trying to pull it back and I can't because if I if I laugh full, right, I end up doing this really loud cackle. And I'm worried that on my computer microphone, it's just going to blow out. 
So then I utterly laughed, Gob, and said, it just looks like I'm having a facial heart attack. And it's very uncomfortable. By the way, if you're listening to the audio version of this podcast right now, you got to go on to the video version. <laughs> Heather is halfway in the screen right now. She's laughing. <laughs> and, and her mic just blew up. We lost Heather. No, I'm kidding. She's still here. Oh, my goodness. Well, but speaking – but speaking of the social distancing and all this, um, you told me before the podcast you're going on a road trip across not just the country, the continent. <laughs> Australia is a continent. So you'll be – We it are. A, so you're going to be alone doing this, I'm assuming? Yep. I'm taking my uh, yep. big purple Jeep Wrangler and uh, I'm heading cross-country up to Queensland. Um and because New South Wales is a locked state currently, so yep. no one in, no one out, I have to be able to show that I've got a border pass wow. in order to escape. To escape, very, I like that. Yeah, it's very Handmaiden's Tale in Australia at the moment, um, except without all the uh, babies and um, <laughs> unfortunate sexual situations. Well, I mean, who knows? But, yeah, yeah it's, uh, it's a very strange circumstance to live in right now. Oh, I bet. Same here. I mean, it's, it's nuts. But mm. um, you guys are – I heard you're not even allowing any Americans or any people into Australia until the end of the year at least. Yeah, correct. So they've um, completely locked down all of the borders externally, so no international mm. flights. But I think they're looking at doing um, some kind of like exchange or treaty or whatever you'd call it, um, exporting and importing of human beings to New Zealand only. Nice. I like the importing and exporting of human beings through the metal well, tube in the sky. <laughs> <laughs> well, you wouldn't want to take any ships. Have you heard about how we've gone with our cruises here? No, I have not. I'm very interested, and I might have to go on my rant about cruises because I fucking hate cruises. Fucking, why the fuck would you want to put yourself in a tin boat in the middle of the water for weeks at a time with a with, bunch of people you don't fucking know? Yeah, only most are shitty. Yeah, or yeah. old, and they don't want to talk to you. Old people don't want to talk to you. They don't I, care I about you in your 20s, 30s, and 40s. No, no. And here's drink tea. The problem with cruises, I mean, we have a lot of cruises here, right? And you go, you go like from Florida and you're like, mm -hmm. oh, you get on this boat and everyone's excited and happy. And then they take you to the Dominican Republic for one hour. And you're like, <laughs> and then everyone's like, I'm like, oh, where have you been? I've been to the Dominican Republic. I'm like, when? Oh, when I went on a cruise, like you have not been to the Dominican Republic. You don't like uh -huh. to travel. You don't want to when you travel, I love exploring. I love learning yeah. about other cultures. A cruise is basically saying, fuck other cultures. Yep. I just want to get drunk and be people. brain dead. With my people and be brain dead. Yes. Yeah. And watch really weird live shows that you could have watched in a mini bar somewhere in the country that you came from. Like it makes, <laughs> it, it makes, I can't, but I'm also afraid of water. So that's where a lot of my judgment of cruises <laughs> comes from. But, so you, you just don't want to swim. <laughs> Yeah. Well, can I just point out valid fear, by the way, because I feel like, you know, drowning is not fun and I've done it. It's not enjoyable. So best to avoid it if you can. Um, Unless you're Moses and you can just part the water and then you got, you're all good. That glorious motherfucker. Imagine him uh, just stepping up to the side and there's just some boat there and he's like, part. And the boat's part. Like, <laughs> <laughs> I, like, I'm going to walk across. 
<laughs> like Moses, I don't get it. Why do you want to walk across? Like you can walk around. I don't need a fucking dinghy. I'm gonna part this here water and I'm gonna walk to that cruise ship. Part. <laughs> <laughs> Just some shark is there, like fucking. Meanwhile, Noah's on on the boat with all the animals. <laughs> like... <laughs> no, <laughs> no, it's like uh, fuck you, Moses. Do you know what? It would only be two middle-aged white men who are stupid enough to like one goes and builds a giant boat and the other one works out how to part water and neither of them have a conversation about it because they're too fucking stubborn. They're like, no, my way is the best. And the other guy's like, well, I'm going to get a boat. <laughs> and put all the ant but at least but at least you know what I like about Noah though that, that motherfucker did not like humans. He just, just saved all the animals. He's like, people yep. suck. I, I I'm, gonna social, I'm gonna social distance. <laughs> <laughs> I mean COVID-19 is come coming one day and everyone's gonna be like, Moses got it. I Noah, sorry, no, I'm getting my biblical <laughs> figures wrong today. Ah, no, yeah. But what happened to the cruise ships in Australia? <laughs> Oh, yeah. Sorry. That's where we started. I'm glad that you remembered. Uh, yeah. So one in particular was so bad that um, they actually let. Uh, OK, so our international terminals for all of our boats that go in and out of the country, yep. uh, there is no sort of. The measures for quarantine and the measures for checking people coming in and out of the country through our boating terminals. Yep. I'm really average. Um, <laughs> like it's just. Oh, you've got a passport. Off you go. Go on, bugger off. Have a great time. Welcome um, in. So, <laughs> G'day. <laughs> uh, as a result, um, Sydney, which is where I am, yep. ended up with a really high infection rate very, very quickly. And yep. they allegedly believe that most of it came from our cruise ship terminals because there was an entire boat that came in. I'm pretty sure it was called the Ruby Princess. Don't quote me. Go back and research it yourself because I got bored with the story after a while. <laughs> Um, where not only did they end up keeping everyone on the boat for a real, like I'm talking a month, I'm pretty sure, and yeah. people got so sick with COVID-19 on it, it just yeah. ran rampant like um, like gastro. And uh, a few people died on there as well, and it was just so badly handled. The whole thing was just an absolute mess. Shit, that that yeah, sounds like a shit show. <clears throat> yeah, and it, it was it was because the world has the whole it world really, finished this show. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> we really showed ourselves at our worst this year. I know this is kind of it's kind of like ironic, right? Like this whole entire, especially right after like this new year, everyone's like 2020, here we come, yeah, yeah. new decade, new me, no. and then all of a sudden, <laughs> yeah. the COVID. Like, well, we first started with like the. You, Iran and the uh, US were about to like start World oh. War Three. Everyone thought. Yeah. I mean, that sounds like fun now <laughs> compared to this. Like, can we go back? Can we go back to January, please? Yeah. Where, but I don't know. This has been one of the weirdest years ever. So, but let's get back to the driving the car thing. So, you you can sure. drive the whole country. Is there any like parts you want to go to? Are you sightseeing, or is it just something you wanted to do and you found today to be, or not today, but I shall do it today, tomorrow. <laughs> oh, George, I have to go get my keys real quick. I'm, I'm leaving now. Bye. 
worst car sound ever. Um, <laughs> That's pretty good. It's more of a motor. It was more of a motorcycle, but but it passed. <laughs> Women doing sound effects, best, best. Google that if you ever get a chance. It's a good laugh. I'm gonna, I'm gonna have um, to write that down. <laughs> Um, no, so I've done the drive between Sydney and Queensland a lot, like especially Brisbane Gold Coast because I'm from there originally. So it's actually yep. quite a boring drive. Like, you know how in um, the States, if you do a cross-country drive, it's kind of fun. There's a lot to see. There's really be like all the landscape completely changes because you right. go through different parts of desert, forest, mountain ranges. It just constantly changes. It's not like that here. It's just bushland, highway, desert. That's it. That's it, really. That's interesting. That's what actually. we've really got. So it's really fucking boring. And the only drive that I've ever done that's reasonably interesting is the Gold Coast to Sydney one. But even that one is quite boring because we've just got a direct highway now. We were like, fuck all the interesting stuff. Just get on some car <laughs> and just go. Yeah, we'll get there as really quick as possible and as boring yeah. as possible. Yeah, we're not interested in doing fun. We're not fun. Uh, we're really? not a fun story. You're kidding me. <laughs> oh, we are when we drink. Uh, I've never met an Australian that wasn't fun. Or an Aussie, isn't that what you guys called, right? An Aussie, yeah. Yeah, yeah. yeah. yeah all of them are fun. Yeah, we're not afraid to take the piss out of ourselves, basically. Now, yeah. we're a good culture. We go all right. We go all right. Yeah. She's, yeah, had, she's all right. <laughs> I had I have one Australian friend. He actually plays in your guys' uh, – Australian basketball league and he's like seven oh, foot yeah. six. So that's which one? Bogey? No, um got him. Kiwol Shields, his name is, but he's uh he's seven foot giant. six. Yeah. Yeah. yeah he's, he's huge. Giant. He's, oh, you know him? I, I know well, I mean I'm not friends with him. Yeah. I would like to be. He's beautiful to watch on court and he's yeah. got all the moves of amazingness. I don't know sport. Well. <laughs> <laughs> like all the moves of amazingness. <laughs> he does things. <laughs> um, I know a few terminologies from my boyfriend. He taught me a few things like shooting buckets. Oh, there you go. Um, and the free free throw line. Yes. Um, and uh, drills and dribbling. Dribbling. There you go. And we're slowly making our way down the list. Oh, and I, uh, what did he, what was his position? My man friend played center. Okay. No. What's it center. called? Yeah, yeah, center. There's center, center. It is center, yeah. yeah. He so played he's tall. Yeah, he's um, six one six two, and okay. he is able to make, okay, you know how you have the ring? <laughs> I know where you're going with this, but I'm going to let you explain it. Okay, you know how you have the the shooting ring, yep. And you've got that spot here that um, Stefan Curry always shoots from, and he's yep. really fucking good. He nails it every time. Yep. My man friend can do that shot like every time, just straight in. So yep. whenever he was playing, they had a layup that would allow him to get to that position and shoot. And I got oh. to watch him play once, and the guy was insane. He used to play men's something or other important something i don't know he was a really good player for that. he's like he's like listening to this later he's like no this is exactly what i did i was so good you're like he played something important he played something <laughs> and he was really good and i love him so that'll do yeah, just tell him you love him he'll be like all right i'm good now we're all good yeah 
<laughs> I love you. You're pretty, baby. Okay. And, and you have a great job. He has a great jump shot is what you meant to say there. Yes, the jump shot. Thank you. Yeah, That's yeah, his jumper is, is, yeah. is really good. He's got a pretty jumper. Mm. There you go. He has a pretty jumper. <laughs> you, I mean, here in the States, if you have a pretty jumper, we say you're going to laugh so hard right now. We say okay. he's wet. I'm not joking. Does that mean the same thing there that it means here? Because it, do, it does, but in basketball, it means something totally different. So if I said to my partner tonight when we were, say, watching the Michael Jordan documentary, man, he's so wet. Yeah, it, only no if he three-pointers. Only if, okay, all right. Yeah. But okay. not from like, not like, but like if someone's like really, oh man, he's wet. <laughs> I know it sounds so bad. <laughs> like if a girl was like around, like, what do you mean he's wet? Yeah, but he's wet. Could I say my b-ball game is so wet? No, you can't say that. Now that sounds pretty bad. That sounds sexual now. So you can't say that. Oh, yeah, because b-ball game? Yeah, well, not just like, it's only your jumper can be wet. So if you have a nice jumper, it's wet. Because when you make a shot, right, when the ball goes into the basket, it's like it makes a splash sound. So it's like it's wet. <laughs> oh, my God. That's how... <laughs> but you know what when I it meant? goes in, it makes a splash sound. <laughs> yeah, but I mean, yeah, it's like, all right. You, you knew what I meant there. By the way, you are going to be like, oh. All the sports fans are going to be like, oh, I never thought of it like this now. So now I'm going to have every time someone, a announcer says this, we're going to be like, oh, my God, this is so horrible. And now I'm also <laughs> tearing up of crying, too, by the way. So so my eyes are wet. <laughs> uh, so oh, you, were telling, but you were telling me also you've been watching the documentary now. Yes, that, that I have. Your first, I guess that's kind of your – you're not a sports fan. But you are watching the Michael Jordan documentary and kind of learning about the game. What do you think of it so far? Well, um, I was obsessed with Michael Jordan and Shaquille O'Neal when I was a kid. So yep. growing up in Australia, I didn't have heaps of money. We lived in housing commission out in the middle of buttfuck nowhere, which is essentially your version of um, state housing. Yep. So I was like in the projects, essentially. Um, very similar to, say, the Bronx in New York. Very similar right. sort of area. Um not the way it's built up, though. Anyway, we would go to, like, $2 shops, and that's where we got all of our clothes from, and I found a Charlotte Hornets T-shirt, and I was so fucking pumped that Charlotte all I Great <laughs> <Yeah>. so <color. laughs> Thank you. I um, mean, it had, like, the cartoon B on it or the Hornet yep, bug yep. or whatever it was, and I loved it. It was all I really sort of got into besides Barbies, and so... Yep. When wow, that's an interesting mix of Charlotte Hornets and Barbies. Yeah. So when I when I actually went to New York, I had the opportunity to watch Michael Jordan play in one of his last games ever. Oh wow. Yeah. And I didn't go because my sister wanted to save the money for the tickets. So, yeah, I know, because it was so expensive. And I was gutted because I would have gotten to play. I would have gotten to see him play and it just would have been really exciting. But um and Shaquille O'Neal was there on the sidelines watching, apparently. So I would have, oh, like, so yeah, cool. I was so devastated. But anyway, um, obviously, years later, the Jordan documentaries come out. And I just think he is an incredible human being in terms of he's imperfect and yet mm -hmm. he's got his shit together, you know? Like, the guy yeah. has seen everything from 
racism to political um, activism to, you know, misappropriation and payment issues throughout NBA, um, African-American people being misrepresented by the NBA. And he just copped it on the chin, worked hard, you know, constantly got taken out of context. And and I just, I don't know, I, I love his saying, you know, no one was a mentor for me in the way I wanted to work, so I knew I had to be my own mentor. I knew yeah. if I wanted to be the best, I had to go, okay, I want to be that guy, and I would put myself in the future and fight towards that. So yeah. he, I just think he's fucking awesome. I mean, he's the coolest, like, he's the definition of cool. He is, <laughs> like, yes. Like, I can't explain it, but, like, if you've seen the documentary, he still has this little mustache that's out of style, and he's wearing the ring hoop, which is totally out of style, and baggy jeans – but he looks so fucking cool doing it. I'm like, imagine if I came on right now and I had like a mustache only and a ring earring. You'd be like, what's wrong with this guy? But Michael Jordan can do it. Imagine if I showed up with just my mustache and one ring. You'd be like, okay, you I, need to I would, hit the position. Uh, I'd be like, I'd be like yeah, I, no, I think you're cool. I'd be like, oh, that's cool. You got a little. <laughs> you got a little uh, mustache. A little, right there. <laughs> <laughs> you see mine. I got I got my uh, five o'clock shadow, which is not five o'clock shadows that I haven't shaved during quarantine, and I um, rarely shave anyway. Look, everyone's doing it. Even I I'm know. doing it a little bit. I actually get one errant chin hair right there called Gary. Uh, <laughs> it has a name too. <laughs> yeah, makes me feel better about it. <laughs> Gary, man, nice guy. Hey, Gary. Uh, but yeah, I've just I found his documentary really fascinating, especially. Uh, looking back and realizing Scotty Pippen just got fucking pretty much shat on. Yep. And kind Horrible of contract. Horrible contract. How's his money? It's like. Well, but now like the, later on after this season, he goes to a different team and he gets about a $110 million contract. So I think yeah. he's doing fine. He's more than made up for it. But yeah, I think he's made up for it. He didn't really get the recognition he deserved when we were watching it as teenagers and kids, you know, like I'm looking back now and I'm realizing like I never thought about Scottie Pippen. Um, I mean, I I thought about him as Robin, right? To Batman. Like I I was like, yeah, it's just Scottie. But no, he was so good and so cool as well. Yeah, I mean, his de- defense is fucking badass. And the way he drives a ball down a court, like, you can't you can't fault that. You can't – no one could fight him on it. And look, then when he started – you making all these basketball analogies now. Like, you know, <laughs> the, you know, I was expecting, like, his jumper was wet. His jumper was so wet. <laughs> I wonder what if you guys use it in Australia, too. I, I'll be very interested to see if you guys use that same term in Australia. Well, I'll try and I'll try and bring it in here. Uh, I don't like my chances. I feel like a lot of people are going to be like, "Heather's being inappropriate again." Um, again, yeah, <laughs> yeah. <laughs> that's the problem. <laughs> yeah, I'm not very trustworthy in terms of um, uh, appropriate communication in the media space. Let's let's just that's say. okay, well, I mean, uh, so what what projects are you working on now? To kind of let's talk about you for a little bit and. Ah. What, where's your career at right now? What are you working on? What are you excited about? Yeah, um, it's. Oh, I always feel like such a. <laughs> I'm doing things. I get really nervous talking about myself. It's weird. <laughs> I'm happy to make fun of myself, but yeah. Um, okay. I do actually have a podcast that I am really passionate about myself. It's um called One Together, and it, I started it last year just because I was doing radio 
mainstream radio. And it was great, but it wasn't really sort of feeding my soul so much. I felt like I was just kind of like, I don't know, I, I wasn't allowed to be fully myself. I had to be really careful what I said on air. And um, I was told women don't want to talk about sex. And I was like, well, you have not spoken to many women. Because yeah. <laughs> all we talk about is sex. It, Dick it, it, and vagina. It's like it, every third word. Yes, yeah, some 55-year-old <laughs> producer guy is like, women don't want to talk about sex. You're like, Really? No, your wife just doesn't want to talk about sex with you. Because uh, <laughs> sorry, <what>? Bob. <laughs> <laughs> sorry, Jimmy. Go for a run. Um, <laughs> yeah, no, we. Um, it was it was really tough. I I got. Yeah, it was it was just tough. Let's just leave it at that. And so, I started the podcast around mental health because I just thought it'd be a really good outlet, and I didn't really think anything of it, but it ended up doing really well. It got like 5,000 downloads in the first sort of month that it oh, was wow, released. very good. Yeah, so it did really, really well. Um, and I I don't take credit for that. That is all about my guests. You know, every yep. guest came on and was just really raw and really honest about something that they'd been through and how they came out the other side of it. And right. I didn't just interview, you know, famous people or friends that I'd known from mainstream media mm -hmm. in Australia and overseas. I, I interviewed everyday people. Like I interviewed a, a young girl who was just writing letters for free. She'd write like 138 letters a week to wow. people who'd asked for one about hope, just giving them hope so that they didn't. And how feel did like, you find someone like that? I I just I don't know. I, I don't really know. I just sort of meet these people, you know, like yeah. I'm probably very similar to yourself where you're open to learning something and you're open to being taught something and having that kind of I don't know everything mentality means that you can pretty much be shown some of the most interesting people in the world. You know, right. when you just that shut curiosity. up. Yeah, when you just shut up and allow someone to teach you something, you find more and more people come into your life that can can teach you. So, yeah, it. It's done really well, and I'm um, gearing up for season two this year. And I actually originally the goal was just to do one every week, regardless. Mm -hmm. And um, being really open and honest as I am, I fell pregnant um, halfway through last year or towards the end of last year, as the podcast was releasing. And yeah. unfortunately, I had a really awful miscarriage, yeah, and so my body has still been recovering this year. Like yeah, I'm only really just now able to get out of bed and go out and all that sort of stuff so while coronavirus has been the most fucking awful thing for the world it's actually been a strange blessing for me because it's meant that I can actually take time off and heal yeah and it not just heal physically mentally too after yeah. you know because when you see all these people and friends and and we joked about not wanting to go out all the time and yeah. stuff like that but when you see everyone doing things and your friends and then you're feeling sick and you're stuck at home and you feel like you're missing out on something, it's not easy. There's no, a no, 100%. So it's like, while I'm happy to be a jackass and make fun of myself for, you know, being a homebody and all that sort of stuff, the truth is, like, even if I'd, even if I'd wanted to do it, it just wasn't in my mental sphere. So staying home was the best thing for me. But I honestly think active physical can sometimes prompt active mental, you know. So it's like... Yep. 
while I've never been much of a sports person and I can't throw a ball to save my life, like literally if a, if a man came up or a woman came up, put a gun to my head and said, throw this ball. I was like, I'd be like, just, just get it over with. Like, God, I really hope that, I like, really I'm hope that doesn't happen to you. <laughs> Thank you. I, like, I appreciate like, that. I mean, <laughs> I don't I know can't... where you'd be for that to happen, but <laughs> I just hope it doesn't happen to you. A really, really intense situation. Yeah. No, uh, I... <laughs> how, how did Heather pass away? Well, they asked her to throw Hell. a ball. <laughs> oh, yeah. That would make sense. No, or like even any kind of sporting stuff, like even high jump, long jump, shot put. Um, anything to do with accuracy and precision, <laughs> I'm not your girl. I can't, I'm very awkward. I don't really understand how to move these things that are on me. And yeah. on Instagram, you wrote hopscotch, hopscotch champion. So that's a lie. Well, can we call hopscotch a sport? I can't. <laughs> well, fuck me. Well, <laughs> you, can call can whatever you, you can call it whatever you want. <laughs> I'm pretty sure, though, that if there ever was a championship sort of round of hopscotch, I reckon I would fucking kill it. All right. So you have, so you're not athletic, but you got that one skill, hopscotch. Yeah. Jumping right. on one foot. Got it down. Huh. This is very good to know. Because if a gun is ever to your head and they said you got to do well on hopscotch, <laughs> I'd be like, baby. <laughs> Baby, give, me, give, give me the give me the gun you're going down <laughs> you're embarrassing yourself okay you know who you you're talking to you hopscotch and maltman <laughs> oh my god my tummy hurts from uh, laughing uh, that's awful but where, where can people find your podcast because it's it, I, I love what you're doing with it and it's amazing so where, where should people go look for it Oh, thank you. Yeah, it's um, it's on most uh, podcasting sites, which is cool, yep. uh, on Apple or Spotify or CastBox or whatever you use. It, basically, yep. if you just type in One Together, it yep. should show up. Um, otherwise, it's also got its own website, onetogetherpodcast.com. So, Beautiful. Yeah, I, I tried to make it as easy to find mm -hmm. as possible so that people could get into it. But, yeah, the I think the most amazing moment was um, – uh last year end of last year i ended up getting a message from one of the listeners and she'd said to me i about a week before you released your podcast the first episode i had been considering taking my own life and she, she was like i got three kids and i've just been really struggling and she said um i heard the first episode with a guy called sam webb who would talked mm -hmm. about his friend who'd taken his life literally half an hour after they'd finished talking yeah and he was like and she was like, the minute I heard it, I realized what I was going to do to my children. And she's like, I straight away just drove straight down to the hospital, admitted myself. And she's like, every week I've just looked forward to an episode coming out and just listening to the fact that everyone has something. Mm -hmm. I'm not alone and I can get to the other side of it. I'm now looking forward to season two on finding out other ways that I can keep moving forward. And I put so much blood, sweat, and tears into this to this series. Like I just love doing it, and I I'm so passionate about people finding out that they're enough just by existing. Like, right. who gives a fuck what people think about you? Just do you, man. Yeah, exactly. You know? Like we're all unique and we're all special. I know it sounds corny, it's but it's so true. true. Yeah, I mean, take the advice of my girlfriend Melinda. She loves me for my batshit craziness and the fact that. I'll disappear for three months because she knows I'm coming back. And I, 
if you do listen to this, Melinda, I will never test your trust. <laughs> she's so nervous. She was. She's. She had to. Melinda was listening till the end. She's like, "Is she going to come back? Is she not going to come back? Oh, and here she is. She's coming back. Yes." She's just like she better fucking revisit this. She, <laughs> she better revisit. <laughs> She, oh, she, she start emailing me. <laughs> <laughs> you listen here, you son of a bitch. No. Um, <laughs> Look what you did to Heather. <laughs> you broke my friend. Um, strongly worded emails and such. No, it's, um yeah, it was, it was just a really nice feeling that all the money and all the time and, you know, flying all around the country and flying overseas as well to do the interviews because, you know, before COVID-19, that's how you yeah. did podcasting. You yeah, just yeah. went to someone's house. You worked it out. You figured it out. Now you just go on <laughs> StreamYard, not Zoom. Fuck Zoom. Yeah, I'm gonna try the StreamYard thing. It looks good. I like it. So. Yeah, I'm glad. I'm glad. I'm glad you like it. And I'm really glad you came on today. And I'm really, honestly, what you're doing is great. Keep up the good work. Uh, season two. Do you have a date for season two or not quite yet? It's usually start of July. So all the all right, interviews. Cool place um middle of june and then yeah it's all released in july and if you have a story georgie you're welcome yep. to to join i'd love to have you I'd, on i'd i'd love to come on uh, after mm -hmm. we end the broadcast we'll talk about it here in a second okay. but anytime yeah i'd love to come on i uh I, I love what you're doing and it's so nice to talk to good people across the world mm -hmm. on you know it's crazy how we can connect now i agree yeah and we connect it, oh go ahead we have connected. There is yeah, no, it's 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 nice. Like I try, as I say, I try to make it feel like we've known each other for years, but I actually do feel like we've known each other for years. Yeah, well, I mean, you can't just say to a random stranger across the world, "I like to store up my urine." Um, I'm pretty sure Moses has a giant penis. Like we, we've just we did, we 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 broke the barrier. Once you talk about Moses's dick, it's over. <laughs> We're going to get hated by so many Christian people. That's fine. I mean, I'm Christian. I, for everyone who doesn't know, I'm Christian, but it doesn't, doesn't matter if you hate me. No, that's what Christianity is, right? No oh, that's good. I'm everything. I think something like that. But Noah for sure, Noah's dick was for sure small. <laughs> that's blasphemy. He he wanted to get rid of all the people in the world, so there had to be a reason for that. Like, uh, fuck the people. I'm taking animals. Noah, you've confused him again. Noah, not Moses. Noah, Noah, got Noah. it. My biblical, yeah. my biblical yeah. guys. You've really, <laughs> I really fucked up the Bible. I'm sorry. Really? <laughs> I'm to hell. Never mind. Um, <laughs> fun fact, though, if you ever get a chance. Read all the different religions. You'd be surprised. They all believe in the same thing in the end. They really do. I know. Well, so backstory before we end the podcast. I'm from Syria originally. Oh, are you really? Yeah, I'm from Syria originally. And uh, so I have like half my friends are Muslim. The other half are Christian. The other parts are Druze, which is a small sector religion in, in the Middle East. And I have some Jewish yeah. friends. All religions believe in the same God. So... Yeah, and you know what? As long as you believe in being a good person, that's all I really care about. Yeah. When we um, head off from here, I have to ask you about Syria because I actually uh, did a talk on Syria years ago. No way. I, yeah, I did. Yeah. On yeah. our radio show up in Queensland, I did a really uh, 
big piece on it because I just I, I just felt like there was so much going on over there and we weren't sort of talking about it, you know. We yeah, were just going, a... oh, the war's in Syria. Don't mind while I pick up this here carpet and just. <laughs> so just uh, we'll go through that one real quick and on to the news. Did you see that a uh, kangaroo escaped from the Sydney Zoo? <laughs> <laughs> and now on to a kangaroo. <laughs> uh, well, th- <laughs> well, thank you again for coming on, Heather. I really appreciate it. And uh, once again, what's the website where they can find the podcast one more time? OneTogetherPodcast.com. Perfect. And I'll uh, I'll put it in the show notes. Thank you for coming on. And I'm pressing, I pressed end. So. (laughs) All right. And that was Heather Maltman. I hope you enjoyed the podcast. As always, if you did enjoy the podcast, share it with, with a friend, you know, every friend you shared with, the more this podcast grows. So I'd really appreciate any share you give us for this podcast. As always, please rate, review, and subscribe to the podcast on your favorite podcasting listening platform. And as always, please visit sonsports.com. That's S-O-N-T sports.com. People always ask me, what does S-O-N-T stand for? And I tell them it stands for Sports on Tap, and this is Sports Radio Redefined. Oh, thank you.